Hey everybody, I am Logan, and welcome back to another Contagious Smiles Teen Talk podcast. This is my first podcast as a permanent co-host, and today I will be interviewing Slice, the fighter pilot. What's up, Logan? What's up? How are you? I'm doing great. We have uh, uh, Isla's joining on uh, today as well. She's adorable. Yes. And then you um, have then you have Victoria in the background doing all the technical yes. stuff. <laughs> um I just want to know a little bit of background on you. On on me, huh? Yes. Just getting right after it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I grew up uh loving airplanes and uh I grew up in a big family. You you wanna try to guess how many uh siblings I have? Why not? Um I'm gonna say nine. Wow, you got pretty close. I'm second oldest of 10. Oh, I was one off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I grew up in a big family kind of out in the out in the woods and we liked to light fires and ride dirt bikes and shoot our BB guns. Yeah. And, and uh we did a lot of downhill skiing growing up and I loved airplanes and my uh my dad uh gave me a a little fighter jet model when I was seven years old and we built it on the kitchen table. And as a little kid, I was like, I just want to be a fighter pilot. And then, uh, at 12, my uncle took me to his, uh, work and he was a aircraft mechanic. So he took me up into the cockpit of a big airplane when they were doing engine runs. So I got to stand there as a, as a dorky little 12 year old and watch the, uh, the jet <laughs> engines shake me in the cockpit and watch all the yeah. gauges. And then when I was 16, I signed up to be an aircraft mechanic. Cause I figured in my, my 16 year old brain, if I, if I, uh, started working on the airplanes, maybe the pilots might like me and they would let me fly their airplane. Yeah. And then, uh, I ended up dropping out of that course and I didn't, I didn't go to aircraft mechanic school because a lady gave me a flyer and introduced me to the chief pilot at the uh, flight school. And I started flying when I was 16. Wow. And then, uh, when I was 18, I got a job as a flight instructor. So I got to finish college and teach people how to fly. And then, uh, joined the air force and competed to get a fighter spot fighter jet spot and uh the rest is history yes now i know you just said that you started uh like you had interest in it when you were little exactly how old were you when you started seeking interest in it um i think seven years old was pretty a pretty defining time um that's funny because that's exactly what i was thinking in my head watch him say seven <laughs> so that's hilarious um what what was like what went through your minds when you first got on a plane at like 16 and flew it okay so this is what's up it felt like i was in a lawn chair and there was a lawnmower engine on the front of the lawn chair and when i remember pushing the power up to take off and in a propeller airplane the way, the way that the propeller spins it creates this force called P factor. And so in a propeller airplane with one engine, um, 
the P factor isn't as high as if you have two engines, but this P factor, what it does is it makes the airplane want to go off the left side of the runway when you're taking off. And so I pushed the power up and I was so excited, but the pedals on the floor, you have to press on the right pedal to steer the rudder in the back. So the airplane doesn't go off the side of the runway. And I just remember I was so excited. I pushed the power up and the airplane is starting to drift off the side of the runway. And as it's about to go like drifting off the side of the runway, we take off into the air. And at that point, it wasn't a big factor anymore. But P factor, I learned about it on my first flight when we almost went off the side of the runway. Now, granted, I'm sure the instructor pilot would have probably helped me, but um, it felt like I was on a lawn chair with a, a lawnmower engine strapped to the front and it was loud, stinky. And yeah. it was just kind of a disaster, but it was so fun. Now, have you ever been in a situation where you almost crashed the plane? Yeah. What was it like? Um, well, so the little airplanes, uh, I got pretty lucky. We didn't have any issues. Um, I'm trying to think. The little airplanes, there was there was a time where we we got stuck in a downdraft when I was coming into land. So the air was pushing the airplane down um, and I was able to push the power up. And then the the surfaces on the trailing edge of the wing, the flaps, I put the flaps down to give us more lift. And so that kind of saved us that day. Um, but in a fighter jet, you're going so fast that a lot of times when you just about die, it happens so fast, you really don't get ch a chance to think about it. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. So, I can't hear you, Logan. What? We couldn't hear anything you just said. Oh, I was going to say, I said it's funny. I was just about to ask what... Um, Gonna go through your head. What was going through your head when you almost crashed? Yeah. So, um, so my fighter pilot call sign uh, or call sign is Slice, right? Yes, I and know. I didn't give that name to myself. All of the other fighter pilots named me Slice, and the way that I got that was I was. Um, have you seen the movie Top Gun? No, not yet. I mean, I have seen little snippets of it, but no, I have not. Yeah. So, I mean, if you can imagine two fighter jets pointing at each other and we have uh, computers that help us simulate uh, shooting each other. And so I was a young fighter pilot and I was pointing at the instructor pilot too long and trying to shoot him and kill him first. <laughs> and I pointed at him too long that we passed really close to each other. Uh, we didn't hit each other, luckily, because had we hit each other, we probably would both be dead. Um, but it happened so fast, Logan, that I didn't even really know how to, th what to think about it. Yeah. And then they called they call me slice, uh, because they said I tried to slice my instructor pilot in half. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> um, how long, so now how long have you been doing this for? Well, so it's been about, I've been flying airplanes about 21 years now. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, what, what was your last, um, what was your last big occasion of like a flight? Like what was your, what was the last time you flew for a big occasion? So the big, um, it was kind of cool on May 10th this year, 
I remember it like it was yesterday. We did a, uh, myself and another instructor pilot, we took two, two F 16s and we flew a low level. Um, so we were at 300 feet above the ground, which sounds like a lot, but when you're doing six, six to, yeah, when you're doing six to 700 miles an hour, it's not 300 feet doesn't give you much time if you're not paying attention. So we, we flew a low level route all the way, uh, around phoenix the entire city and then we ended up doing like what's called a first run attack where you uh you study a target and then you you run in really low and then the two jets pop up and then you roll in and you drop your bombs and then you fly out and, and get away to simulate maybe bad guys trying to shoot you oh wow now was that the last time you flew a plane uh, was that the last time that I flew a plane? Well, not like literally the last time, but like, was that the like last no, time you flew one? You were, you were just asking what, a, if I had a memorable flight recently and that was the one that came to mind. Yeah. Or he wants to know when's the last time you actually Yeah. Flew. Like when was the last time you flew a plane? Was that the last time? Well, so no, I've got, um, so I actually, a couple of months ago, I, um, interviewed for American Airlines, you know, the commercial airline company. Yes. So I got to fly one of their big um, Airbus A320 airplanes, the uh, like a big passenger jet. So that was a different experience because I hadn't uh, I hadn't flown one of those. And then during that training as well, I flew a twin engine propeller airplane um, for my check ride to get uh to get signed off as an airline pilot how do you feel that you have such a powerful job (laughs) a lot of responsibility a lot of responsibility yeah i mean it's it's a it's a incredible responsibility because i mean uh, if you do something if you hit the wrong button or do or you mess something up in a fighter jet you can you can hurt a lot of people and you can hurt yourself too but you can hurt a lot of people if you're not careful well, other than accidentally almost crashing, have you ever messed anything up during a flight? Oh, yeah. <laughs> she's so yeah, cute. She's like, lo- ah, <laughs> the, uh, the big thing to know about um, Logan, so I'm an instructor pilot, right? And I've been an instructor pilot yes. for many years. And I have yet to fly with any student that was just good at being a fighter pilot. And I, I have yet to fly with anybody in civilian airplanes when I was a civilian instructor that was just good. That was just, now some people are a little bit more naturally gifted when it comes to flying, but um, it takes a lot of practice. And what that means is that you're gonna mess up a lot because flying is not, I mean, God didn't design me with wings. Do you have wings? No, I do not. No. I wish I did, <laughs> but I don't. <laughs> yeah, so we weren't designed with wings, so it's kind of a, a weird sensation, right? Because you're now moving around. Sometimes your stomach uh, doesn't feel super great, and you make you might feel like you want to throw up or yeah. you get bumped around, right? It's just it's very different. So the thing that the thing to know is that if you are a person that um, gets frustrated easily and you don't like making mistakes ever, then you probably shouldn't try to be a pilot. Yeah. <laughs> because you're going to make a lot of mistakes yes did you feel that when like when you were 16 and you first got on the plane did you real did you feel 
fighter pilot material? Uh, no. And in fact, so just kind of going back to what I had mentioned earlier is if you are um, willing to learn and make mistakes and just know that that's part of the game and you fail and then you pick yourself back up again uh, and then you put a smile on your face even when you don't want to smile and you just keep trying, um, you can get there. But when I was 16, um, Logan, I thought that I was just going to go fly for the airlines. That was kind of, um, you know, I wasn't in our, I wasn't in any sort of military programs. I was just a civilian pilot. Yeah. And when I was, um, 18, um, I was, I remember being in an aviation class in college and the instructor, um, he was a retired, do you know what an A-10 Warthog fighter jet is? Oh my God. I've, that heard, I've heard. I, let me see. Yeah. I will look it up actually right now. I'm yeah. So he was a, he was a A-10, A-10 Warthog. But he was an A-10 Warthog fighter pilot, and I remember walking up to him, and I was a little bit. <laughs> that is a cool plane. That is yeah. a cool plane. Yeah. That, it a... says its role is close air support attack aircraft. Yep. So close air support, those guys, they fly really low. They carry a ton of bombs. They're, they're bullets. If you can look in the screen right now, their bullets are about the size of this water bottle here. That's so decently best, sized. What's that? I said that's decently sized. Well, think about this. They shoot when they squeeze the trigger to shoot their gun. That gun in that A-10 Warthog jet is the size of a Volkswagen bug. Oh, wow. And so they shoot those, they shoot the gun and it's got six barrels in it. So there's several bullets per second shooting out of that thing. And so those bullets are actually... They designed them with uh, depleted uranium, and they're very tough, and they can go right through a tank. So like a, a ground That's tank. That's so powerful. Right yeah. That's crazy. So anyways, this, this instructor pilot, he was retired, and he flew A-10s. He was a warthog pilot instructor, and I thought he was pretty cool. And one day I got, I was, I got up the nerve to go talk to to go talk to him. And his last name was, do you know what a Harley Davidson motorcycle is? Yes, I do. Yeah. So his last name was Davidson, Davidson. And so naturally his call sign was Harley. So oh I went to talk to Harley and I was kind of nervous cause I was, you know, 18 years old and I was going to go talk to a real fighter pilot. Right. And I was, I was walked up to him and I was like, uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Mr. Harley, can I, uh, Mr. Davidson, can I talk to you for a minute? And, uh, and, and he's like, yeah, what's up? And I was like, well, I, I, I'm, Do I'm Dominic. And he's like, I know who you are. And I was like, okay. Um, well, I'm, I've been flying airplanes and, um, I, I want to be a fighter pilot, but I don't know if I can. And, and he looks at me and he goes, hell kid, I did it. You can do it. And I just remember that was the day where I finally was like, oh my gosh, a real life fighter pilot said that I could be a fighter pilot. <laughs> well, yes, you can, as long as you put your mind to it. Yes, you can. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's, I like, I like learning about, um, I like learning about airplanes because when I was little, I, I did have a, uh, uh, like a bin full of airplane toys and I liked them a lot actually. And I, uh, I, I, I remember one of them. Is there like such thing as like an A-15 or something? Because I, I had a plane F, that's an F-15. Oh, F-15. Well, yeah. 
Is there such thing as a plane like that? Yep, they still fly them. I have friends that fly the F-15. Oh, wow. Yeah, I had one of those. That was my biggest one, and I loved that one. Coolest yeah, the, F- the F-15 is a great airplane. Have you ever flown one? I haven't flown an F-15. I'm, I'm currently flying the F-16. Is the that F-16- one, I'm assuming, more advanced? Um, not necessarily. So it's a different, uh, we call it, it's a multi-role airplane. So in the F-16, I can do close air support. I can do um, dog fighting. I can do air-to-air engagements. We have uh, one of the jets, um, when I was stationed in Japan, we carried these big missiles. They were, we call them, uh, you know, they looked about as big as a telephone pole. Now it's a little bit of an exaggeration, but these huge missiles, um, we would carry two of them with other missiles, but these big missiles, we'd carry them on the airplane and what we were called the wild weasels. So we would go in and we would look for, um, (laughs) enemy, enemy missiles on the ground. So there, a lot of, um, countries, including the United States, but around the world, there are surface to air missile systems. So they, the missiles sit on the ground and they look for airplanes to try to shoot missiles at them. Uh, and so what we would do as wild weasels, we'd go in and we would try to find the guys on the ground that were trying to shoot other fighters and other assets that we had in the air. And we would shoot these big telephone pole missiles at them to try to blow them up before they shot us. Mm-hmm. It's like cat and mouse. Well, oh, yeah, that's that. Yeah, that's that's a good way to put it. Um, yeah. Well, what? Um, like, did you, other than fighter pilot, when you were a kid, did you ever have any other dream, or was your just mind always set on fighter pilot? Yeah. So I, Logan, um, do do you like do you have you watch baseball or do you like baseball? Uh, here and there, yes, I watch it with my brother. Yeah. So right now the World Series are going on. They played uh, the second game last night. So the Astros and the Phillies are playing yes. um, in the World Series. But I thought I was going to be a, a, a Major League Baseball player when I was growing up. <laughs> oh, well, that was, that was awesome. So you really, um, you always had like big goals in life, like big jobs, not like anything small, but always big, which is good, which is very yeah. good. Wow, what that's about you? Uh, when I grow up, what do I want to be? Uh, yeah, I mean. Well, I wanted to be a cop, but with all my medical conditions, unfortunately, I cannot. So um, I don't, well, specifically right now, as of now, I have like so many things set up in mind. But my main thing is I want to become a gemologist. A gemologist? Yes. Can you explain what that is? Because Isla Isla might be able to to, uh, chime in too on that one. Uh, a gemologist, they, they work with, um, diamonds and stuff. Uh, I don't really know much, much, much about it right now, but I know like they do the job of like cutting the stones, clarifying them. Um, and th- yeah, they, certi- they basically like they certificate them and they like cut them and stuff. That's really all I mostly know about them, but I do want to get more in depth with it. Cause I'm, I'm here and I like certain science things, but, um, I, I grew up, my mom likes jewelry. So I grew up, um, liking jewelry. I, I still wear it. Uh, I like it. It's just cool, but I mainly like diamond jewelry. So I want to work with diamonds. Well, they are forever, right? 
<laughs> yes, yes, that's true. <laughs> what if we turn the tables a moment, Logan, and let Slice and his daughter question you on a few things? Okay. Well, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask you a question. Isla's going to think up a question while I'm asking you mine, okay? Okay, hit me with it. So this will be a, a lightning question round for Logan. Oh, Ooh. lightning? Oh, okay. I'm ready. I'm <laughs> no, not really. So um, I would like to know kind of the background of Logan. So what, where did you grow up? Um, you know, how many siblings do you have? Uh, and then when you kind of give that, then I want to hear about like your toughest challenge in life. And the reason I'm asking you that question is um, typically what I've found, because um, I have a business called Single Seat Mindset, because we're, yeah. we're single seat fighter pilots, but your mindset and your challenges in life really define you. All right. So kind of a little back background on you. Yes. And I want to know what your biggest challenge was and what uh, you did to overcome it. Um, well, uh, first of all, my, my full name is, I always introduce myself like that when somebody asks my background. Uh, my name is Logan Xavier Becker. Uh, I grew up in, um, I grew up on a road in Shirley called Sleepy Hollow. Um, uh, I'm, I'm currently 12 years old. I, um, oh, there's not really much about me at all um uh that's my main background and then my biggest challenge in life was probably when I was eight years old and I was just diagnosed with my heart disease my father walked away um and I haven't seen him in about now almost four years or maybe four years um but what I did to overcome that was I just didn't let it bother me and I, I focused on my path in life and what I wanted to do is it okay to to let it bother you though? You think? No, in my opinion, no. Well, it, sometimes yes, it does bother me, but to me, no. I don't like when it bothers me. Yeah. So, um, Logan, after my um, my uh, second deployment, we had moved uh, here to the United States, right? And so, I was um, about thirty years old, and. I had a lot of things in my life that had bothered me for a, many years. And then having been deployed and to combat, and then you can imagine all the thing, all of the bad stuff that happens in war. Um, I had tried to not let it bother me for so many years, but I hadn't really addressed those issues in my mind and it caused a lot of problems. So the way that I um, talk about it is I wasn't taking the trash out. So I had this trash can and every time trash would happen in my life, I would throw the stuff in the trash can. And yes. then one day I just had too much trash in my trash can and I didn't take the trash out and my mindset, my mind, I went kind of yeah, weird. Bothers so, you. Yeah. yeah. When I, what I learned from that though, was, um, I started going to counseling and stuff and talking to people about it and that was, uh, really helpful. Right. And, you know, as a, even as a podcast, um, guest host, like what you're doing right now, um, Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not a guest host. I'm a Sorry. permanent host. Sorry, permanent host Logan. <laughs> he was promoted. Yes, I was. <laughs> Logan Xavier Becker is a permanent host. I apologize. That's okay. You can slice me in half later. Uh, <laughs> I like that. Yeah. So some of the things that really helped me out that I learned when I, I kind of went a little bit cuckoo in my own mind was 
uh, talking to people about stuff is really helpful, uh, especially stuff that bothers you, right? Like I have a men's group that I'm a part of. So, um, as you go through your life, like if I could go back, I would have taken the trash out a little bit more often, Yeah. but when things bother you, that's human, right? And like, that's something that just happens and holy smokes, dude, like your, your mindset, being able to overcome that at eight years old, there's a lot to that story. Yeah, and especially uh, because I had to deal with it right after I just got di- diagnosed with a, a, a heart disease. So that was a yeah. little bit tougher. And, I, you know, uh, things were just tough then because, you know, I couldn't really focus on anything. And, like, what should I, should I deal with this or should I deal with that? It's like there were two directions, and I just didn't know which one to go in. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy, dude. That's a, that's a big story right there. Yes. Yeah, so. All right. Isla, I think, has a, uh, a question. I can't hear you. Okay, go now. Okay. What led you to wanting to become um, the gemologist? Um, well, as I said, my mother, as I grew up, my mother, uh, I, my mom likes jewelry a lot, and... As I grew up, she just bought me a lot of jewelry, like baby bracelets at the time and just things that would fit me. And she would get me like a lot of those like diamond cross bracelets. And as I saw her, um, I would go through every time she would put rings on, she would always go sit on her bed and look through them with her flashlight on at night. And she would always let me pick out rings and I would see the diamonds. And, you know, I would I would always ask my mom, oh, what is this one called or what is this one called? And um as i just grew older i started becoming really fast fascinated in you know what a diamond is how they're made um um uh, how fake ones are made and just everything in general so yeah yeah another one do you know any gem names uh yes i i actually know plenty uh I know pink topaz. I know sapphire. I know just diamond. I know um, I know opal. I know pink opal. I know dark opal. I know oh my god! I know a lot. I know a lot. I'm not even gonna say all of them because we'd be sitting here for hours. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So Logan, the gemologist. Um, so we've got uh. Let's see here. Xavier is your middle name? Yes. Are you uh are you familiar with who Saint Xavier is? Yes. Yeah. He's a pretty big pretty big guy in history, huh? Yes. You know anything off the top of your head? About no about him? No, not really. I like I know I no, I don't not not off the top of my head. But yes, I've I know I've heard of Saint Xavier many, 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 many times in my life. I can't hear you. Sorry about that. Okay, I can hear you now. We're good. Yep, we have a uh, we have. I thought about it because we have a um, a Saint Xavier Church here in uh, Phoenix, where we live. And when you had said your full name, Logan Xavier, that's what I thought about right off the bat. <laughs> yes, I love <laughs> I love my middle name. I actually I was originally supposed to be named Xavier Logan Becker. Really? But, yes, but my mom. My mom, that's what my mom was going to do. But then my brother ch- ended up changing it up. Um, <laughs> I, I'm, uh, I'm named after X-Men. 
<laughs> yeah, I, Logan from Wolverine, and then do you know that character Xavier in uh, X Men? Yes. Yes, I was also yes. Um, my dad and my brother used to sit down and watch X Men all the time, and uh, my mom told me that one day he just went to my mom and just said Logan. Uh, and so my mom was like, okay, and she just ended up sticking with it. Although I do still wish my name was Xavier. I, I, I like the name Xavier better than I actually like Logan. <laughs> Logan, how about you let them see Gary? Oh, okay. One minute. He draws. And what we've done is the Contagious Smiles adopted him for the holidays. That's Gary. He draws. And he drew this. Wow. Isn't that amazing? And That's really cool. Have- is a snail? Yes, and then I also have another drawing in the back that took me two hours. Here it is. That's pretty sweet, dude. Especially, I can't draw a stick person. It looks like a dragon to me. Is that what it is? It is. It's actually from me and my sister's favorite game. (laughs) Hey, so Logan, Isla's going to tell you about a, uh, a book that she started uh, writing, kind of like what you're doing there. Okay, sure. I'm listening. I'm just, you can't really see me as good because I'm trying to close up the frame. Um, I'm going, I've written six books so far, and they're short little children's stories, and I'm going to write 30 of them. And then um, Dad's going to help me publish it and, like, 30, or no, tw- it's going to be 20, um, but I'm, we're, I'm making 30 in case a couple of them aren't very good. Yes. So it's it's basically a book that has, um, so you've written six chapters, right? Not six books. Yeah. No, six like short books. Yes. She's written like six little stories and she's going to basically write 20 or 30 stories and then publish it in a, in a book. Um, and when she does, we'll have to keep you on that list and we'll send you a copy of it. Sounds good. But she made me, made me think of you because your, uh, drawings, your illustrations are kind of, um, what she has started to do as well. Yes. I, I always, I like, I love drawing actually. Drawing is a, uh, another alternative to my phone when I don't, I'm not on my, you know, phones get boring after a while. So I drew a. Well, that's that's a great pastime is drawing. I grew up drawing as well. Logan yes. has a fantastic outlook. I met Logan because, as you know, my daughter Faith is a Make-A-Wish recipient, as is Logan, and as, I am. as he is. And he is just such a shining light in his most amazing outlook. And I just adore him. And A Contagious mm-hmm. Smile has adopted him and his family for the holidays. And he's awesome and at first I was like okay you gotta come on and his numbers were outrageously crazy like the the very first time he had three quarters of a million people wasn't that something like that yeah everybody just totally totally fell in love with Logan and he went to school and they gave him a standing ovation which was awesome and so um he's trying (laughs) to bring goodness for other people which is amazing and I posted it on my Instagram too actually yeah. So Logan, something to think about when you are when you're doing this stuff, right? You're gonna get 
uh, a lot of people, you're going to get a lot of attention, right? Because you got a really cool story because um, yes. most people don't have to go through what you've already gone through. Some people will never go through that in their life ever. And that well, any yes. one thing, right? So you've got a big story, but here's the thing to remember. And this is the, this is the part that I've I've noticed is that every once in a while, there's going to be somebody that says something mean to you or maybe gets I'm after you, right? It's already, that. it's probably already happening, right? Oh. Well, those ones are the hardest to forget about, aren't they? Yes. So the better you can get about ignoring all of the people that are being mean, the faster and the more you'll help because you don't want to use your energy on that bad stuff. You can just go, well, you know, you're doing the right thing, right? Yes. It's probably yes. already happening, huh? Yes. As I grew older, um, I, I got bullied heavily a lot. Um, and now just after a while, now being almost 13 years old, going on 13, April 24th, um, now almost, I guess you could say, yeah, I guess you could say almost being 13 years old and uh, growing, I guess you could say wiser. I realize that the only reason why people bully you is because they want to get that reaction that they're craving. Um, and that's just something I don't give. Yep. Yep. If you're the hero in your own story, there's going to be those villains that crop villains. up. Yep. Those villains will come out, dude, and they'll try to get you. And if yes. you're the hero... You, you turn to people like uh, Victoria or your mom or people that you trust and you go, hey, yes. am I crazy? And then they go, no, you're not crazy. And you're like, sweet. And then that victim <laughs> gets no pleasure because you just completely ignore them. Yes, correct. That's very true. So check out what Isla has here. It's a it's her drawing uh, of a <gasps> dragon. That is amazing. Oh, wow. That's crazy good. You did that all by yourself? Yeah. That is gorgeous. That's so, Logan, good. I think you and Isla maybe need to, like, sh start sharing some illustrations back and forth because uh, those drawings and those kind of ideas can, bring, can really bring stories to life. Absolutely. Yeah. You guys can draw so well. I'm always down. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I love getting involved in things. So, um, yes, I'm always down. Do you guys have any last questions for anybody on here today? Oh, I've asked my fair share of questions. So if anybody has any questions for me, I'll take them. So, Logan, we love uh, what you're doing. I'd say uh, keep up, uh, keep that up because there's, um, you know, there's there's something to uh, your background. There's something to all of the stuff that you've done that uh, really will empower other people that maybe don't have the courage to do what you're doing, but will help them in their life. Yes. And you're starting so young, dude, you could be, uh, you don't do it to be in the big time, but you've got a story that, that could do that. So um, yes. I would encourage you to, you know, keep on keeping on, dude. That's pretty, it's pretty impressive. Um, Thank you. I also, um, it, obviously you'll have to talk to Victoria and your mom, but we can, we can drop something in the mail, maybe a little early Christmas gift for you as well. Um, if, if they approve that. And, um, so you can work with Victoria to get, or I can send it to her and Victoria can send you some stuff for me. I mean, I know mommy will definitely approve because Victoria has, she got me something and she's, uh, she, she's going to be sending it out soon. So yeah, I, okay. I know mom. 
I know mom will, mom's, mom will be definitely, I promise mom will be well, okay. Well, I've already talked to his mom and because we're adopting the family for the holidays. Um, she's going to kill he, you for that. She's already approved it. <laughs> oh, she has? Oh, she well, has. I don't know how to you. Yeah, I you were too busy not know. making my video when I was talking to her. <laughs> <laughs> but if you want to send anything, send it to me. Uh, we're going to put a big, huge package together and send it to them. Okay. I'm good. And I'm going to send out your, I know mommy, uh, she said she is going to be sending out your drawings very soon, Victoria. So I know. I know. Yes. I'm very I know excited. you can't wait to get them. I know. They're going on my wall. <laughs> They're going on my wall. You're going to have to send me pictures for when you get them because I got to see when you get them. Of course. I'll, I'll zoom with you. You know, I will. And I then one of these days, one of these days, I'm going to try, uh, I'm going to like maybe take a screenshot of you with your background and maybe I'll try to draw it. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, and I did start the Mickey. I started the Mickey. You did? Yes. No, I That's... cannot show you. It has to be fully done. Okay, fine. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> I can't thank you enough, Dominic, and your beautiful daughter for taking time out of your incredibly busy schedule to speak with Logan today. I know he was so excited to have yes. the honor of interviewing you. And what an extra treat to get Island here, too. Yes. That was yeah. amazing. You're welcome to come back and, and do a show with us, sweetheart. That would be fun. We'll get some uh, we'll get some illustrations and some stories down that, that we can talk about on, on the next one. Yes. That would be fantastic. What do you think? Isla, do you want to take us out of the show? I don't know how to do that. Well, Logan, why don't you help her? Um, you can, uh, I usually say my name and then I say thank you for, uh, listening to a Contagious Smiles Teen Talk podcast. And then I just say out. <laughs> so just say thanks for listening to right here. It says it right there. This is Isla Tyke. Thanks for listening to that. Okay. So right up here to the mic. This is Isla Tyke. Thanks for listening to a Contagious Smiles Teen Talk. Ouch. <laughs>